Alright, what is up guys? You already know who it is. You already know what it is. It's the Room 302 Podcast. Welcome back, guys. As you guys know, I'm Simon. <laughs> and I'm Tyler. And, you know, it's been a week since it's been out, but, you know, we thought, hey, you know what? It's time to talk about Shang-Chi and what it we thought about it. It's time to talk about Shang-Chi. You guys already know. I mean, if you haven't heard of this movie... Our usual saying, where, where have you been? Where have what you are been? you doing? And you're, and if you're Asian, where have you come really on, guys. been? If you were Asian, you should have been out there on opening week, guys. Yeah, come on, guys. You should have been out there. But if you really don't know what Shang-Chi is, that's okay. We'll describe it to you right now very quickly. Very quickly. So, um, is this going to be spoiler-free? You know what? It doesn't matter. If you didn't watch it, that's shame on you. It, it's going to be spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be spoilers, There's going to be spoilers. But, I mean, yeah, essentially, you know, if you guys don't know who Shang-Chi is, he's a Marvel comic a superhero who is the master of uh, like martial arts and this movie is live action it's kind of his origin story and you know it's a, it was a great ride start to finish and this is just what we think of it and how we think it's going to be amazing in the future that's right so spoilers ahead guys this is your final warning final warning guys alright so first of all I mean like we said in the beginning huge step forward you know following up on the success of films such as crazy rich asians here just it's just amazing to have you know somebody actually an entire cast a director um soundtrack that is mm-hmm. you know been predominantly created by asian people it's great to have that representation you know and uh it's, it's, a, it's a really big step forward and it's kind of awesome that we're you know we're living through that time now yeah i mean for someone like us, you know, growing up, I guess, if you don't know who Simu was, um, you know, you probably saw him in Kim's Convenience, or before that, you saw him in, like, Wong Fu stuff, so, you know, he's been in, kind of, like, the Asian eye for a while, and, you know, it's kind of great, we finally see, you know, one of us, someone that's kind of grown up with us, and also, he's an avid poster in Cell Asian Traits, so, you know, it's just, like, that kind of relatability that we have with um, Simu, that, like, seeing him on stage is kind of like seeing someone we know, like, especially because he's very young, he's, like, 32, you know, texting a cousin up there, it's like, hey, you know what? That's amazing. You know, and it's Marvel too, which is That's like right. biggest industry out there. Basically. So, you know, huge step forward for the our our community. Um, and it's great to see. But let's get down to the film itself. Let's get down to it guys. So Simon, just right off the bat, what what would you give it out of ten? Out of ten, I would give it a nine. I would have to agree. I, I would say it's a nine. I mean, like everything about it is really good. Every just everything. Um, I mean, you, you've got, I mean, the acting, of course, the actors themselves, the actresses themselves, just incredible. Uh, everybody's really raving about Tony Leung, obviously, a uh, true icon in Chinese cinema, uh, making his, I think, his debut here in Hollywood. Just love it, and a lot of people, and I agree, one of the greatest villains in the MCU so far. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the CGI, the fight scenes, the humor, the. Uh, Easter eggs, the callbacks to previous films, which we'll probably discuss soon, um, all make for a very entertaining uh, yet unique origin story. This wouldn't, I don't know, for me personally, I wouldn't probably give it the 10 out of 10, just because, you know, it's pretty straightforward. It's not like it's extremely groundbreaking in terms of, you know, just in terms yeah. of like raw cinema. Oh, right? yeah. Of course, it's groundbreaking in terms of, you know, representation, very, yeah, representation you know, fairly uh, uh, unknown Marvel hero, but just in terms of raw cinema, you know can't really give it a 10 out of 10 but it is fantastic guys it's fantastic yeah i mean just 
I remember the first lines were in Chinese, and I was immediately I was like, "This is better than Mulan," because Mulan, not a single lick of it was in Chinese. And the first lines in this, even not even the first lines, the first five minutes were all in Chinese. And at that point, I was like, "Okay, like they understand, like you know, you can't you can't be telling a Chinese story or an Asian story without having the language incorporated." And I was like, "That's amazing," you know. First lines in, it was like, "Oh, it's like a, it's like those Asian folk stories or whatever about legends," and it was about you know the legend of the Ten Rings. So. Um, I mean, yeah, and then representation. I mean, Tony Leung, like, um, I mean, I, I mean, I grew up watching Hong Kong cinema and stuff like that. So, like, you know, seeing him up there was like, dang, you know, he's old now, but like, you know, Mans was Mans was just slaying it up in the '80s and '90s. So, you know, just seeing um, Tony Leung up there and just kind of being like, wow, you know, TVB or even like Father Chen, you know, TVB and um, all those actors, actresses that you know we've recognized as kids, probably watching these movies in the '80s and '90s. It's like wow, you know. Now they're in Hollywood, and then that's right. And then yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. so nice just to see all that. I mean, like nine out of ten because you know I'm gonna nitpick, guys. They, they go to Macau and they didn't speak in Cantonese at all. And uh, if you don't know, Macau is literally like you know Cantonese is next to Hong Kong, next to Guangzhou. So I mean, like I was just hoping for some uh, other dialect, but you can't ask for everything. But I mean, overall, still like yeah. the, the transition between Chinese and English in some scenes, it was like you know it was nice, and it just shows like you know you don't need to make your film entirely English to have a good film, yeah. like Mulan. Yeah. Mulan sucked. That's just it. I didn't guys. even watch that movie because I knew it sucked. It just sucked, guys. But anyways, you know, alongside Tony Young and Simu, or you know, obviously just fantastic to see them up there. So you got the incredible Michelle Yeoh and the hilarious Aquafina, uh, both really just. Mm-hmm. did a great job in the film and in their roles I mean as usual I thought Aquafina's character was really funny they did a good job like like not making her you know annoying sometimes they oh, do yeah. that if like a female character is like in that sort of position sometimes they like purposely make them annoying yeah but they didn't do that and it, it was kind of funny how like I heard from I forget who told me this but somebody was like oh yeah like her Chinese isn't that good so they didn't really make her speak Chinese and mm-hmm. stuff and so that was like kind of a gag and everything yeah I mean yeah. also like also in that scene um when Simu's talking to Aquafina's family in the movie, it's like, you know, it's like those kind of subtle, you know, yeah, haha, subtle yeah. Asian things that, like, you know, the family's talking about how she's working ballet and, you know, why don't you have a real job? And then yeah. the grandma's like, is that your girlfriend? And he's like, no. And she's just like, all right, just, you know, just get out of here. <laughs> you know, it's just things like that, like, yeah. to us, like, maybe, maybe some other people yeah. too who aren't Asian, you know, mm-hmm. we see that thing in our families and we're like, wow, you know, it's so relatable. It's just like mm-hmm. things that we crack up about all the time as kids growing oh, up. Oh, one of my rings. Oh. Oh no, you lost the ring. Lost the ring. <laughs> but that, it's, it's just one of those things like us growing up in the West, you know, we see these, you know, it's nice to have it, you know, like in television trades, we just, we all relate on something that we see um, in the media. And then, yeah, I mean, Aquafina, you know, like sometimes you have like a sidekick character and they're just annoying. Yeah. They're like, you just, you just shut up, don't bother you in the movie. But it was nice how they made her talk at the right times and even had her like, her little arc, you know, how yeah. she, you know, wasn't doing anything, was working ballet and all of a sudden she literally, um, shoots an arrow into the main villain so um yeah it's just things like that you know they didn't they didn't uh, force her on us too much and yeah i think a, a great part is that they didn't make this like a relationship thing because like you know you it know, was like kind of a relationship kind thing, but of not like 100 yeah it was like it wasn't like uh yeah. Raylo, uh where they kissed when you didn't want them to like this one like it was like you know you can still see like a lot of like a close friendship not really they don't have to be romantic it could be platonic but you know it was nice that they enforced a relationship in the movie and sometimes you know if they do that it kind of ruins the movie guys just and, a little bit i'm just happy they didn't yeah anyways yeah i mean aquafina just 
on her own already like she's hilarious she's super funny so mm-hmm. i'm glad like you know they they made this script appropriate for her and you know how she likes to do her humor so they didn't like make her like cringy on mm-hmm. purpose or stuff like that you know they just kind of let her do her own thing so that was really that was really good yeah um but yeah i mean i think you know we just gotta talk about tony because i mean <laughs> he was beasting it up you know just yeah you know he really you really felt sorry for him and uh you you understood why you know why he was doing certain things you know why was he going against his kids it was kind of bs how he was like yo shang chi why didn't you do anything while these like 50 oh. guys were murdering your mom it's like well he was like six my guy <laughs> but still you know very good arc overall and um very satisfying uh sort of a redemption for him mm-hmm. i guess at the end i mean yeah just his 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 story was you know when it comes to villains it's like you know because if you don't know or you don't, I don't really know but like the mandarin before was like you know literally a terrorist group but then we see kind of like the soft side of the mandarin we see we see him as kind of a family man and then the like his whole aspect isn't you know him being a terrorist it's him being a you know a father and a husband and you know just wanting his family to be all together again and then obviously the corruption of the rings to his mind like that played into it but you know in the end like i feel like a re- the reason a lot of people just kind of like feel sorry for him um is because you know he just wants his family together again and it kind of kind of works because i mean <laughs> i mean you know the, the kids are finally reunited and then you know it's just you feel sorry you know you're just like damn you know when he dies yeah. you're just like oh spoiler guys but you know when he dies <laughs> When he dies, you're just like, you just can't help but, like, yeah. just, you know, break a little tear because it's just like, you know, yeah. like, you know, um, I guess if you have family who have been in arguments or whatever, you know, and then there's also, you know, just the parents and just wanting to, I guess, bring a family together, you know, it's just kind of, it's just kind of sad. And you're like, you know, he just wanted his family back and it's just so yeah. sad. But, you know, one thing I re- did really enjoy is that. You know, all the fight scenes, you know, throughout the movie are just incredible. I love the hand-to-hand combat. And, you know, we all knew that the final fight, basically, one of the final fights is going to be uh, Shang-Chi versus uh, Wenwu. Mm-hmm. Um, and we knew it would evolve the rings. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, Black Panther was an amazing film as well, which, you know, was kind of out of the same premise as Shang-Chi. Um, uh, but one of the biggest gripes people had with it, and I agree, is that the final fight between Black Panther and Killmonger was just like... Oh, CGI. It was like straight CGI... I mean, obviously, they, you know, it was good, but like, it, it was a little, it was a little jank. Okay, it was yeah. a little jank. I mean, it was a good fight, but it was a little jank because like, mm-hmm. literally everything was CGI. Yeah. Um, and like the whole the place they're fighting in was like really like it looked really fake and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I was like, oh man, they better make sure this final fight is like dope. <laughs> and it was freaking hype. It was mm-hmm. really good. You know, I love how you know they they changed the rings up a little bit, but they made it like super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I think a lot of kids are going to be running around with rings on their wrists you know, they, they, yeah. they did a really good job with it and um, it was a really satisfying uh, final fight I, mm-hmm. I mean the choreography the stunt director was Brad Allen I mean if you don't know who Brad Allen is yeah. rest, in peace, rest in peace yeah, he, he's one of the original people in Jackie Chan's stunt team I mean he's I mean just seeing kind of the movement of the fights and like kind of just the parkour scenes as well it's like you can kind of tell like they didn't they didn't be stupid and like have someone bad do it you know like just seeing like the scaffolding scene in Macau, like it was like the way yeah. Simu was just like moving through everything and just all that, even the choreography, the fighting, like you're just like, wow, you know, it just, it just looked really well. And then, yeah, the final scene, or not the final scene, the final fight, um, yeah, it's just kind of, I mean, the thing is with these Kung Fu movies is always like, oh, Tai Chi always wins, which is really weird. I don't know why they do that, 
uh, it's like, oh, we got to use our force against them. It's like, yeah, okay, we get it. Tai Chi's good. But then, you know, that was the whole thing with Simu and his dad, you know. Tony Leung was just being aggressive and Simu had to use his force against them and then he got command of the rings. Yeah. So, I mean... Another one of my rings. Another one of your rings is gone. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, overall, the choreography is just like A+. Plus. You know, there's no, there's no other... Okay, I guess there's Black Widow. But there's no other, like, superhero who fights hand-to-hand like that. Yeah. And even the Black Widow movie, there was, you know, it's just like... Guns and stuff. Guns, and she's doing a lot of flips. And there's a lot of it's, you know, female, you know, the, the male gaze for the females. But for things like Kung Fu movies, you know, there's always that aspect of choreography. Kind of, you know, when you think about martial arts, it's, you know, like a dance. Like, when they were fighting in the, fir- in the beginning, um, Tony Leung and the mom, when they were fighting, it was like a dance. It seemed synchronized. It was all, like, beautiful and art artsy, you know? And that's the thing that you kind of miss out on, like, other movies and Marvel. And it's just nice to have, like, a break from, like, you know, a lot of CGI, you know, web-slinging and, uh, like, blasting. And you see, like, hand-to-hand combat in yeah. a Marvel film. Yeah. And, you know, just as the CGI, just, you know, the fights, the hand-to-hand combat and the practical stunts were great. So was the CGI. Now, obviously, spoilers. At the end, the dragon, and then, I don't know what that guy, the other dragon is called, like, Oh, the evil, the big evil the, one. The big evil dragon. Yeah, I mean, that, they both look really good, especially especially the especially the uh, the the protector, like the one that was on the side of Shang Chi and stuff. I thought that dragon was like, oh yeah, it looked like super cool, it looked like mm-hmm. actually real. So that was crazy, and like its movement and everything was like super like fluid, and oh, like, yeah. it, it looked like it, it was really cool. I, remember, I just wish that they did more with those lions because those lions are dope. Oh, uh, I remember um, afterwards, like my sister was like, oh, like like remember that scene where like. Shang Chi's running next to the next to the dragon. It like reminded me of like Avatar: Last Airbender, and I was like, "Shoot, bro!" Like that dragon dance, and then just seeing Shang Chi run dance. run next to the dragons and hop onto it, and then yeah. it's just like, "Wow!" You know, it's just oh, also cool. the whole like dragon mythology culture thing. It's like it's just all these things tie in, and you're just like, "Wow!" Yeah. And also, you know, the the whole thing with the sister too. You know, the um, sibling relationship in Asian culture. You know, that was um, touched on really well as well. I mean just kind of always the male is better and also the male is older in this situation but you know the fact that like oh you know she was ignored because she's younger she's a female and in the end you know the post credit scene you see you know that kind of empowerment um her especially that power pose at the end when she's sitting down like it was just like dang dude like that's just like that's empowerment right there i was like damn bro probably fire in the yeah. future so it was, yeah, it was cool how like she changed the uh the ten rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and just it was just I just liked how they played uh, her story. No, 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 also, well. yeah, yeah. Like, like how like you could tell like she was in charge because mm-hmm. the like there was like graffiti on the walls. And stuff oh yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, like yeah. That, I thought that was dope. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I forgot to mention her. I don't know what her name is. That's why. But, oh, oh, oh. oh she. Oh, oh, in the movie. No, no, no. The actress's name. Oh, it's like Meng or something. Oh yeah, yeah, something song, yeah. Well, she was great, but she was also yeah, she was also really good. And she was like freaking good at the stunts, like holy. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't know how much of it she did herself, but like, it looked like a lot of it she did herself. So mm-hmm. That was crazy. And then there's also like, frick, I just brain farted. I just had a brain fart. I just had a brain fart. Oh, I gotta think. Oh, Trevor and my guy Morris. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was freaking funny. That it was, was funny. it was a good comedic relief that turned into actually like a pivotal story moment you know because yeah. sometimes like in Marvel movies they have that small cameo and it's just like ignored but this one literally was like important it, was, it actually played a role in the story mm-hmm. and I like that part you know yeah the monkey the, the apes were acting on horses bro like that's wild the what the monkeys were acting to ride horses what 
Anyways. <laughs> you know, guys, just an overall really good film. You guys should go watch it. Go watch it. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. If you watched it, go watch it again. I yeah. mean, I would, yeah, it's a great film. Biggest Labor Day opening ever. Currently one of the highest rated superhero films ever. Mm-hmm. Guys, it lives up to the hype. If you want to wear your caution tape rings to the theater, you should do it. Yeah, guys. And just start punching. And just be like, get out of my way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was a great movie. Just watching, just seeing Asian people on screen in a Western movie western industry you're like damn give us more but i don't know if they give us more i don't know i don't know i don't know yeah well i mean they tried to tie him into the universe but you know he's, he's obviously going to be like an avenger or something so like yeah you know because now like they show like the hulk is like he's basically not the hulk anymore because he's like injured and then mm-hmm. captain Jack marvel's marvel. like just eyeing on the head out like she's never there yeah Close so yeah oh and the wong yeah, I never really got what, like what was going on with that. Like, why was he like, oh, the, fighting? Yeah. Oh, no, no, why was he like fighting without like so he has control of the abomination or something? Oh uh, no, he. I think it was like kind of like wrestling. Where? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But like, how does he like? How did he get to know him? He just. Knows oh, him. I don't know. The Incredible Hulk movie. I think we all just ignore. But honestly, the Incredible Hulk movie was kind of lit, though. The it was kind of lit. Kinda the way lit. they just like ran at each other and like yeah, collided. That was kind of lit. But I'm, oh, it was also nice to have Wong in there. I mean, Wong yeah. was basically the first Whoa. Asian person that we saw in Marvel, and then see him back here, and then he's gonna be in Spider Man. So just seeing him everywhere is kind of nice as well. And then, yeah, I mean, the end it just seemed like oh, it was like oh, this this thing isn't registered in our codex. It's like damn, bro. Then where are they from? Where are these things from? Anyways, also Simon was talking about before the scene where they go to Aquafina's house. Oh, yeah. They also zoomed in on a shot of them of him taking off his shoes, and I was like, "That's oh. <laughs> guys." I mean, this isn't. This if you don't do that, you're not. This Asian. shouldn't even be an Asian thing. Guys. That's true. Okay, this is my number one thing. Why would you walk with the shoes that say you went to a public restroom with? Why would you walk with those same shoes into your house? That makes zero sense, guys. I mean, guys, even even it's not even it's not an ethnic thing. It's not a oh, cultural thing. It should just be a common sense, like hygiene, hygiene thing. It's no, like guys, don't do white people who wear their shoes onto their bed. What the fuck is that, guys? <laughs> That's nasty. Don't do that. Don't even if you if you're not white, but like don't even do that, guys. That's oh, yeah. that's disgusting. Anyways, that's the big. That's the biggest. This guy's losing all his rings. I keep on putting them back on. That's that's the biggest thing, you know. That's the biggest lesson of the movie. Take off your shoes before you go in the house. Take off your shoes. Um, also, I did like. Uh... Yep. <laughs> no, but also, um, yeah, just again, just seeing all those familiar faces, like Hong Kong cinema people. It's just like me growing up on that. I was like, damn, I know him. I know him too. And I'm like, damn, bro, that's crazy. Oh, good vibes. Well, anyways, guys, let us know. Do you agree with our review of Shang-Chi? Let us know in the comments below. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Shang-Chi yet? And if you haven't, like we said, you should go watch it. Yeah, and also, guys, please tag Simu and Marvel so we can be in the, in the next movie as extras wearing That's these right. rings. Yeah. Because that would be lit, and yeah. I would want to meet them. Yeah. But... I mean, if Simu wants to square up, I mean, obviously he's going to lose because, I mean, we have 20 rings. He only has 10. Rings. And those, I'm pretty sure he can't even, like, he can't even have those. Those are Marvel's property. Yeah. I we think we're going to win. These are ours. I think we're going to win, guys. You win. <laughs> we're going to win. We're going to replace Simu. It's going to be two Shang-Chi's now. They're going to separate it. I'm going to be Shang, and then Simu will be Shi. And we'll just be like this. 
Shang and Chi and the Twenty Rings. And the that's, Twenty Rings. That's why it's going to be the sequel. That's the like, sequel, guys. You know, ten times two, twenty. Oh, wait, guys. I mean, guys. Let Kevin Feige is losing his shit right now. He's about to call us up. I'm waiting for the call on my phone. <laughs> we'll we'll tag everyone we know in the comments right now. Yeah, guys, get this happening. Shang and Chi and Twenty Rings coming soon to a theater near you. Maybe next year. I don't know, guys. <laughs> I don't know the production schedule. <laughs> But I hope maybe it could be a Disney Plus show. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be we'll a great take anything. Too. We'll take anything. We'll take a anything Disney Plus show way. into a movie. But yeah, I mean, yeah. watch Shang Chi. Stream the soundtrack. The soundtrack is absolutely banging. You exactly. guys gotta enjoy it. Eighty Eight Rising. I mean, Asians. Even Anderson Pack is on there. He's half Asian. You know, just all of that, guys. Asian representation. If you're not Asian, hi, welcome to Room Three Hundred Two. We're Asian. Um, but yeah, you guys know where to find us. YouTube, Instagram. Spotify, hopefully Disney Plus one day with these 20 rings. And then, um, you know, big shout out to Simu for just doing him and, you know, getting to where he is now, all that success. Um, Tony Leung, Michelle Yeoh, just everyone. Oh my gosh, seeing them on stage is like amazing. And then, yeah, Ken Feige hit us up and we'll see you next time. Have a good one. 10 ring penis. <laughs>